Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcast on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your April 14th cattle industry headlines, brought to you by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer in-depth articles on a wide variety of topics within the industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. If you are not already subscribed to ABP Magazine, I encourage you all to do so. There are quite a few ag publications out there, but I have to say American Beef Producer, they knock it out of the park every time. Their April issue is now available if you'd like to check that out, click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That's going to take you over to their Facebook page where you can do just that. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. We are also sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. The folks at 4T Ag are dedicated to providing you with insight, information, and risk solutions that are custom fit to your business and personal needs. They offer both crop and drought insurance 
insurance, and they also offer LRPs for both feeder and fed cattle. If you'd like more information, head on over to www.4tag.net. That is the number 4tag.net. So the USDA and Foreign Ag Service provides world markets and trade reports throughout the year for the global livestock and poultry market. And here in the past few weeks, they put out their April report. According to this report, global beef production is expected to expand to records, record levels in 2022 with increased production in Brazil, China, India, Australia, and Mexico. These countries will offset decreased production in Canada, the U.S., the, Euro the European Union, and Argentina. Brazil is projected to once again be the largest beef exporting country this year with exports forecasted to increase 12.1% year over year. Brazil has held the title for the largest beef exporting country for the past five years consecutively and the largest in 14 of the last 20 years. The country is expected to account for 22% of global beef exports this year. In 2021, Brazilian beef exports to the United States increased 131% year over year, pretty significant. And as we discussed in an update earlier this week, um, they are up sharply already this year. But due to such a high volume of Brazilian beef coming into our country so fast this year already, there is now a temporary tariff safeguard of 26.4% that will now apply to Brazilian beef imports for the rest of the year. Coming in second as the largest beef exporter by a small margin is the United States. Our nation's beef exports this year will only be 58% of what Brazil exports. That gives you an idea uh, the scale of what, what Brazil is putting out there for beef exports and what we're putting out there for beef exports. Our exports are expected to decline quite a bit from 2021, but they are still expected to remain at historically high levels. India is expected to be the third largest beef exporting country in 2022, with exports increasing year over year. From 2014 to 2016, uh, India was the largest global beef exporter, but their exports slowed and declined to a recent low in 2020, but they are now starting to recover. Finally, in fourth place uh, for beef exports this year is Australia. In 2021, Australia saw their beef production drop to the lowest they had ever seen in more than two decades as the industry began to recover from a historical drought that caused extreme liquidation of their cow herd. Year over year, Australian beef exports are expected to increase by 14.2%. Drovers has reported that the CEOs of Cargill, Tyson, JBS, and National Beef Packing have agreed to testify at the congressional hearing set to discuss the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act of 2022 here in a couple weeks. According to David Scott, House Ag Committee Chairman, it is very important to hear, this per to hear the perspective of these CEOs and get their inputs as to why consumer prices continue to go up, but what ranchers are receiving, that continues to decline. Besides this panel of CEOs, there will also be a panel of ranchers at the hearing sharing their thoughts on consolidation in the beef industry and what that has done to their bottom lines and their viability, said Scott. This update is also sponsored by AgRisk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, AgRisk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you would like to learn more about an LRP, reach out to an advisor today. 
Fox Business News has reported that the rate of U.S. inflation increased to 8.5% in March for the first time in over four decades, and there is no signs that it will be easing up anytime soon. The last time we saw this rate of inflation was back in January of 1982 when Reagan was president. Experts say that it will take a few years or even longer before inflation drops back to pre-crisis levels of less than 2%. Some experts are even saying that this high level of inflation, it is here to stay. Energy prices increased 11% in March compared to the month before, and those prices are up 32% compared to March of last year. Gasoline, on average, costs 48% more than it did last year at this time, and just in March, it increased 18.3% year-over-year. Food prices, compared to last year at this time, are up 8.8%. Meat products, they're leading the way with an increase of 13.8% year-over-year. President Biden continues to brag about wage increases that have been put in place since he took office. But when you consider about uh, when you consider the high rate of inflation that our country is currently experiencing on an annual basis, real earnings fell uh, to two, fell 2.7 percent in March. So any wage increases that any people are receiving They don't matter whatsoever because inflation right now, it is just a dumpster fire. And our government just continues to dump more and more money on that fire. And it is just literally raging out of control. And the funny thing is to sit back and watch our president and the Biden administration talk about how all of this, you know why all of this is happening? It's because of Putin. But you and I both know the war in Ukraine, it started, I believe, 40 to 45 days ago, somewhere around there. Inflation did not take off here just in the past month and a half. It is just disappointing to watch the president of the United States just scramble to find someone to point a finger at and put the blame on for all of the problems he has caused in this country since he has taken office. And just a little over a year, that is how long. Biden has been in office and where we are today. Reuters has reported that on Tuesday, President Biden unveiled plans to extend the availability of higher biofuel blends of gasoline this summer in hopes of curbing fuel prices and to cut our nation's reliance on foreign energy sources. The news represents a win for the U.S. corn lobby, but it is a setback for oil refiners. This plan will allow Americans allow Americans to keep buying E15 from June 1st to September 15th. It is important to note that E15 on average it is only 10 cents cheaper and it is less energy dense. So you're getting worse fuel mileage for it. So even though it is 10 cents cheaper which is incredibly marginal you have to put more fuel in your vehicle to go farther. So it's just it again Biden just looking for something to fix these problems that he has created. But the Biden administration, they stand beside the fact that they think this will lower expenses for Americans. During a normal year when fuel prices are not sky high, E15 is banned during the summer over concerns that it contributes to smog in hot months. In response, uh, in response, the oil industry has slammed the Biden administration for this, uh, for this decision. 
Ron Chittum, spokesman for the American Petroleum Institute, said that Americans are looking for long-term solutions, not short-term political fixes to high gas prices. And he is spot on with that. This is purely a political move. As the midterms continue to grow closer, and thank the good Lord that they are, Biden is realizing that um, his polls... And obviously, we're not we're not voting for Biden in the midterms, but any people that people do not align with what he's doing is what I'm trying to say here in this country. And he's realizing that and he is looking for any little thing he can do to hopefully uh, help his approval rating and hopefully keep some Democrats in the seats that they now hold. But you and I both know that will never happen with how bad things have gotten in such a short time. And uh Again, you sit back and you watch this man just look for some kind of out when it comes to these high fuel prices, when if he would just abandon his green energy agenda, it would fix everything. It would make a huge difference on everything. But he is going to die on that hill and just continue to run our country into the ground because of it. That is all I have for you guys this morning. That is all I have for you guys this week. I hope you all had a great week. I hope the wind has went down wherever you were at. It has been a horrendous week of wind here. It's supposed to be bad next week too, but we might as well get used to it. Again, my thoughts are with all you folks up in North Dakota. Hopefully here on Thursday, the wind and the snow subside a little bit. Um, it looks rough up there to say the least. Also, uh, hopefully... Uh, excuse me. Also, I wanted to touch on uh, the fact that obviously this is Easter weekend. So hopefully we can all slow down a bit this weekend and remember that there is more to Easter than just Easter candy and a long weekend, which all of us in agriculture, we don't do long weekends. We really don't do weekends. It's a time to remember and rejoice in the fact that the Lord paid the ultimate price for all of us. And because of that, someday we will get to spend eternity with him in heaven. It just gives you hope that there is so much more than everything here on earth. And um, Easter, it is just such a wonderful time of the year. I hope you all get a chance to slow down, maybe spend some time with your family, um, eat some good beef, take it all in. That is all I have for you guys. I will see you next week. Take care.